Nyata, hello. It's Alison here from a church in southwest Victoria called Sanctuary. And today we're going to use our sacred imaginations in a guided meditation. But first, let's prepare. So uncross your legs and relax your shoulders and allow your body to open. Ask God to help you surrender to whatever it is that God wants to do in you or say to you today. Breathe slowly and deeply, in and then out. Quieten your mind. And as you're able, let the words of the meditation move through you. Let your thoughts and worries just drift away. As new thoughts come, tangled as they are with joy or pain, hold them gently and then set them aside to heal and breathe. Open your heart. Vulnerability means that you're able to be wounded. Resistance to being vulnerable is natural. It's normal. So just take a moment to notice it and then set it aside. And now with sacred breath, push open the door. You find yourself in a crowded room. So look first to the one who gazes at you with infinite warmth and affection and welcome. Now look around and there's Jesus with 70 of his disciples and many other people too. The 70 have just returned from a tour where they've been welcomed into the homes of many strangers and they've healed the sick and they've cast out demons. Now they've returned to be with Jesus. They're reporting back all that they have seen and done and he's rejoicing with them and he's blessing them. As you gaze at the scene before you, what is the mood of the room? What about in you? How do you feel as you hear about all that's been happening? What do you see on Jesus' face as he rejoices with the 70? What do you see on Jesus' face? Now imagine a man standing up and clearing his throat and the room falls silent. Teacher, he says to Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Can you sense what's happening in his heart as he stands? And how do you feel as you hear the question? Does it shock you? Does it resonate with you? And how does the question land in the group? How does the question land in the group? There is a silence. And then Jesus asks a question back. What is written in the law, he says. What do you read there? 
as he speaks, what do you see in Jesus' face? What do you hear in his tone? Is he amused, annoyed, compassionate, curious? What do you notice? The man answers Jesus. He speaks of loving God and loving neighbour. And Jesus commends him and says, Do this and you will live. But the man takes it further. He asks, And who is my neighbour? What do you feel when you hear this question? Curious? Compassionate? Exasperated? What do you feel? What do you sense is going on for the questioner? And what does Jesus feel? Who is my neighbour? Well, Jesus responds to the question with a story. He speaks of a traveller who is held up on the road and stripped and beaten and left for dead. He speaks of two religious professionals who walk by. They can't tell if the body is dead or alive. If they touch a corpse, then under religious law, they are contaminated and they can't perform their duties for seven days. Perhaps this is why they twitch their skirts and avoid the traveller and leave him lying alone in the gutter. So pause for a moment and place yourself in the mind of one of the religious professionals. What emotions do you feel? And what priorities do you have? What voices and duties and values are competing for precedence in you? Now place yourself in the body of the injured man. What do you notice from this vantage point? What do you feel now? What do you need and hope for? Jesus continues with his story. He introduces a new character, a deeply hated other. The sort of person you disagree with on everything that matters. His heretic, the outcast, the source of fear and the object of loathing. He's a sense of persecution or the overbearing horror. Or he's the butt of jokes, the whipping boy, the scapegoat. He's everything that's wrong with the world, everything we're united against. A sinner from a people who are beyond redemption. And he's walking along the road towards the injured traveller. Again, 
place yourself in the body of the injured man. And again, wonder, what do you feel? What do you need and hope for? Now wonder, who are you hoping does not come to serve you? Who are you hoping does not come to serve you? What is the block? What needs to be addressed? Can you name that resistance? Can you hold it gently and then set it aside to heal? Can you accept that person's loving service? Now hold this person in your mind's eye. For it's this one, says Jesus, this despised person who sees the traveller and whose guts wrench with compassion. It is this one who tends the wounds and lifts the body and gently carries him to safety. It is this one who pays the medical bills and ensures ongoing care. In your imagination, allow the despised other to reach down towards you. Allow them to touch your wounds gently, to massage you with healing ointment. Feel their hands on your body and feel your tension ease. Allow them to wrap their arms around you and to raise you up, holding you close to keep you steady. As they exert themselves to bear your weight, you can hear them breathing deeply. Perhaps you notice something new about them. Perhaps they are speaking to you. What do you notice? What words do you hear them speak? How do you feel about this person now? Is there some spark of tenderness? Some new possibility emerging? Or does your resistance continue? Speak with Jesus in your heart. Tell him how you feel about being served by this person. Speak to Jesus as a trusted friend, an equal, and then fall silent. Notice any word or phrase or image which bubbles up. What might it be saying to you? Into the silence, Jesus speaks again. He asks, Who was a neighbour? Who was a neighbour. Go now and do likewise. As you hear these words, is there someone who comes to mind to whom you feel drawn 
someone whose wounds need attention, who could use some tenderness, who requires direct and practical care, even financial assistance. Pray about this and ask God to show you the next step. And if it's appropriate, commit to God to taking this step in the next few days. Go now and do likewise. As our time draws to a close and we prepare to leave this space, let us take a breath and savour God's loving presence and let us pray. Thank you, God, for coming to us as neighbour and teacher and stranger and even enemy. Thank you for the many ways you bind our wounds and carry us to safety. Help us to love you with all our heart and soul and strength and mind, that we too might show only compassion and tenderness to those who would consider us their enemy. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen. There's always more to read on our website, that's sanctuarybaptist.org. Sanctuary is funded entirely by members and supporters. If you'd like to support the work of this little church, you can make a donation via PayPal, and you'll find the details for this on the website. This recording was made on the lands of the Peak Warring peoples of the Eastern Ma Nation, a land taken by force and never ceded, a land threaded by rivers and bounded by the sea. I pay my respects to elders past and present who've been singing this land into health over millennia. The peace of the land be with us all. Amen. <laughs>